Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Catch COVID-19, the flu, or RSV while traveling for the holidays. I'm Stetson Miller. Are you sneezing a lot? Well, it could be your phone. I'm Mike Marillo. After thefts from sheds and some attempts, police want you to help prevent both. I'm Liz Anderson. It's one o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. The House investigators of the January 6th riot by supporters of then-President Donald Trump finished their public work Monday afternoon. It's expected the House Select January 6th committee at this final public business meeting will make a vote for a formal criminal referral against former President Trump. In their previous legal filings, they've already accused Trump of obstruction of an official proceeding. And though a referral is not binding on the Justice Department, the committee believes its 18-month investigation has given their opinion quite a bit of weight. CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarlane. A Phoenix to Hawaii jetliner hit severe turbulence nearing Honolulu. 11 people were seriously hurt. Honolulu Emergency Medical Services Director Jim Ireland. We had some patients with uh, lacerations, um, including to the head, um, definitely bumps and bruises. Um, a large um, number of people, somewhere around maybe 10, 10 or so, were uh, experienced nausea and vomiting. In Canada, where these kinds of incidents are rare, five people were shot and killed in a condominium unit in a Toronto suburb. The gunman was killed by police. What can pre-holiday travelers expect weather-wise ahead of Christmas? A blast of Arctic air over much of the country. Looks like a very strong front passes through early to mid-week. And the coldest air seems to get into the southeast Friday and Saturday. So that would be the 23rd and Christmas Eve. David Roth is a forecaster with the Weather Prediction Center. Cold weather very much a factor now along the Texas-Mexican border. Dealing with many migrants, more expected. Texas Congressman Tony Gonzalez on Face the Nation. We're not even at the worst of it yet. Hundreds of people stuck in a, in a, in a small area is not good for everyone. What yeah. I also saw was people without socks and jackets. It's, it's going to be, you know... In the teens later this week so it's it's a very sad situation all the way around argentina broke out in world cup victory celebrations france not so much in the end french fans who had gathered on a cold champs Elysees had to accept it just wasn't their day yeah of course we're a bit you know disappointed but super proud of the group really 35 year old messi and 23 year old mbappe are teammates at paris saint-germain but their showdown here was a dream for Qatar. it spent more than 200 billion dollars hosting this tournament while deflecting accusations of bribery mistreatment of migrant workers who built its stadiums and other human rights violations. CBS News correspondent Roxana Saberi. In Asia, a Thai Navy ship has sunk. Dozens of sailors who had been aborted are missing. Asian and Pacific financial markets are lower, a couple of them pretty sharply. U.S. market futures pointing up. Dow futures up just about six points. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. It's 103, Monday, December 19th, 2022. The high today, 40. Good 
morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Charges are filed in a shooting that left a Calvert County deputy and a suspect wounded. Calvert County Sheriff's deputies tried to conduct a traffic stop near Yellow Bank Road in Dunkirk Saturday night when the driver took off, leading them on a high-speed chase southbound on Route 4. It ended in a shooting in Huntingtown. Detectives say the driver was caught after running from the vehicle, but not before opening fire at pursuing deputies, striking senior deputy James Flint, who was hospitalized in critical condition. The suspect, 21-year-old Brandon Alexander Turner of Greenbelt, is facing numerous charges, including attempted murder and assault. He was also wounded in an exchange of gunfire with deputies, but sustained non-life-threatening injuries. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. A double shooting in the district has left a man dead and a woman wounded. D.C. police say the shooting happened in Adams Morgan near the intersection of 18th Street and Belmont Road. Northwest, early Saturday morning, 30-year-old Avon Perkins of Baltimore was shot to death and the woman has non-life-threatening injuries. Police have not yet identified a suspect. There was a deadly crash Sunday afternoon on Route 32 in Howard County near the Carroll County line. 70-year-old Arthur Henry Landerman of Sykesville was killed when his 2014 Honda CRV was struck by the driver of a 2019 Ford Edge. Police say the driver of the Edge was trying to make a left turn when the crash occurred. The driver of the Edge has non-life-threatening injuries. The driver of a third car involved in the crash was not hurt. A man is dead after the van he was in left the road and struck a tree in Columbia, Maryland. According to Howard County Police, 61-year-old Rom Lutell of Laurel was one of eight adults in the Honda Odyssey when it crashed on Snowden River Parkway Saturday night. The other seven people in the van were taken to area hospitals with injuries not considered life-threatening. Police are still investigating the cause of the crash. A day of remembrance, celebration, and lights. It's the first night of Hanukkah, and many Jewish families are lighting up their menorahs. Washington held the 44th National Menorah Lighting Ceremony right across from the White House. It included musical performances and special guests. Attorney General Merrick Garland, whose grandmother immigrated to the U.S. fleeing persecution, offered some remarks. Now more than ever... All Americans have a moral obligation to stand up against such hate. The National Menorah, rather, the world's largest, was first lit back in 1979. Several viruses are spreading just as another busy holiday travel period kicks off. If you're traveling this week for the holidays, you could be bringing along more than just presents. Cases of COVID, the flu, and RSV have been on the rise recently, and it's prompting some experts and health officials to recommend masking while in crowded public spaces and while traveling. If you get sick with one of those viruses over the holidays, here's how long you could be contagious for. The CDC says COVID could be contagious for up to 10 days if you have moderate to severe symptoms. But the agency recommends isolating for only five days if you have a mild case or asymptomatic. For the flu, most adults are contagious with it for up to seven days after getting sick. But young children and people with weakened immune systems could infect others for even longer. And the RSV is usually contagious for three to eight days after showing signs of illness. 
Stetson Miller, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, how to keep your kids safe online. It's 107. 1877 Cards for Kids. K-A-R-S Cards for Kids. With car prices at an all-time high, our donors are now getting highest receipts ever. Don't miss out for 2022. Donate at carsforkids.org and your car can be picked up tomorrow. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Hurry, it's your last chance to donate for 2022. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. It's 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, traveling on the Beltway in Virginia on the outer loop as you head south to the American Legion Bridge past the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike and continue toward the Dulles Toll Road. Still getting by the work zone, single file to left. Just a brief delay as of late with much lighter volume. The good news is the rest of the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia, uneventful ride, uh, which is a good start this morning. 66 eastbound, just the one work zone. As you go over top of the Beltway, it blocks the right lane of three at that point. You get by without delay. Beyond that, nothing else in your way. Headed toward Roslyn and Roosevelt Bridge. Uh, over in Manassas, the Prince William Parkway between Dumfries Road and Lucasville Road. All lanes are blocked each way for the overnight work. And again, you're uh, redirected through the side streets there. Extra couple of minutes to get through the closure, so not a bad ride overall. If you're traveling an I-95 and I-395 between Fredericksburg and the 14th Street Bridge, nothing in your way. The express lanes are already available to northbound travelers, and you get by without any issue. George Washington Parkway, good start in both directions between Old Town and McLean. Even the stretch south of the Capitol Beltway in Alexandria headed toward Mount Vernon. Also moving well at this early morning hour. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist, Amelia Draper. Starting off your Monday in the 20s during these early morning hours, it is cold out there. And then as the sun comes up, we'll start to notice a breeze, much like yesterday with highs in the low 40s. Expect wind chills in the 20s and 30s and plenty of sun. Mostly sunny tomorrow, lighter winds and highs in the low to mid 40s. On Wednesday, a mix of clouds and sun, temperatures in the low to mid 40s. And then rain is in the forecast for Thursday and Friday and the chance of a wintry mix. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 32 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 110. The holiday season can be difficult for a child who has an incarcerated parent. But an organization partners with churches to make this time of year easier for children 
one gift at a time. The Prison Fellowship Angel Tree Program gives churches an opportunity to help support the relationship between incarcerated parents and their children. So that the child will know that the parent still loves him and cares about him and is interested in what is going on in his life. Marie Randolph Wright, coordinator for Angel Tree at the Church of the Redeemer in Washington, D.C., says church members provide gifts in the name of the parent along with a letter. Some parents are able to say, I will be home soon, take care of your mother, do well in school, I have plans for you. But the most important three words in the letter, I love you. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. This is part of our continuing coverage of people making a difference in our community. To find out more, go to WTOP.com. Cyberbullying and online harassment can be dangerous. There are ways parents can make sure kids know what to look out for. It all begins with a conversation. Parents or guardians should make sure their kids are aware. People aren't always who they say they are online. And to always inform an adult if a stranger reaches out. According to the site Common Sense Media, knowing who your kids are responding to online and what their privacy settings are can also be an additional layer of protection. And remind kids to watch for red flags that could come up while they're online, like harassment or cyberbullying. Encourage kids to trust their gut if they feel uncomfortable and to block or report anything inappropriate. And remind them there are very few exceptions when it comes to moving chats off the original platform. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Elon Musk is asking Twitter's users to decide if he should stay in charge of the social media platform. It comes after Musk admitted that he's made mistakes in launching new speech restrictions that sought to ban mentions of rival social media platforms. For the second time in a week, federal prosecutors seized another batch of domain names, allegedly streaming the World Cup without permission. WTOP's Ann Kramer reports. 23 domain names were seized by federal agents this past Friday. Less than a week ago, federal prosecutors in Maryland shut down 55 websites that were allegedly showing World Cup matches without permission. Homeland Security investigators learned back in September of a number of sites that didn't have permission from FIFA to show matches. After agents shut down the 55 sites this month, they found messages on the web and social media posts offering other illegal streams of the soccer games. People who go to those seized websites will now see a message redirecting them to another site for information. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. And coming up on WTOP in sports, the commanders come up short in their late-night rematch with the Giants. It's 1-13. What are you getting, Jan, for Christmas? I'm thinking jewelry, but time got away from me, and I have to figure something out. I know who can help. Dominion Jewelers. I thought they only did custom jewelry. Oh, they make amazing custom jewelry and also have a huge selection of already-made pieces that you can get today. Dominion Jewelers, delivering a full collection of custom-made bracelets, earrings, and necklaces, ready to wrap for the holidays today. With Dominion Jewelers, you're never out of time. Dominion Jewelers Custom Jewelry, in the heart of Falls Church. By appointment only. In 2007, Marine First Lieutenant Travis Mannion was killed in Iraq after saving his wounded teammates. Travis's legacy lives on through the five words he spoke before leaving for his final deployment. If not me, then who? Words that today fuel the spirit of Travis Mannion Foundation. Words that live in veterans, families of the fallen, and inspired civilians who go out of their way to find a way. Who help others with the help of others. Who bounce back after each setback. Who make good on good intentions. 
Through Travis Manion Foundation, if not me, then who, are words that can live in you too. Show the world what your character is made of, because character is invisible until it's not. Find out how you can strengthen the character of your community alongside empowered veterans, families of the fallen, and inspired civilians at travismanion.org. That's travismanion.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Rob Woodfork. It was a game the Washington Commanders were widely favored to win, but it was the New York Giants that left FedEx Field with a playoff entrenching victory, 20-12. to And while the national discussion centers on the way the Commanders' final drive was officiated, Ron Rivera was equally as upset about two red zone turnovers. That's huge, and we can't do that. And it's a great point because we had our opportunities. We put ourselves down there. We missed opportunities, and we can't do that. We talked about that when we were off last week, that the red zone was something we got to be better at. And we didn't do that. If we had done it, that last series doesn't matter. Rivera avoided discussion of the way the game was officiated, but NBC rules analyst and former NFL referee Terry McCauley said of the fourth down play that clinched it. It's clearly a foul. He grabs his arm. He plays through the back. It's clearly before the ball gets there. This is defensive pass interference, and it really should be called whether it's the end of the game, beginning of the game, doesn't matter. It's always a foul and should have been called. Even with the loss, Washington controls the last NFC wild card. From the better late than never file, the commanders updated the Sean Taylor installation in the three weeks since its somewhat controversial unveiling, adding uh, Taylor's signature taped face mask along with the proper Reebok jersey and different socks. You can see it on WTOP.com. Talk about Los Angeles. The Wizards dropped two straight in L.A. and 10 in a row overall. After a 117-115 heartbreaker to the Lakers, LeBron James scored a game-high 33 points, including the game-winning dunk to spoil Bradley Beal's 29-point return for the Wiz. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. It's 116. People with Lou Gehrig's disease celebrated in September when the FDA approved an experimental drug to treat the disease. But patients and doctors are now dealing with obstacles and the problems insurers have in trying to control the cost of specialty drugs. ALS patients with insurance coverage say the $158,000 per year price tag set by the drug maker is fueling insurance delays and denials and sometimes exorbitant out-of-pocket expenses. The British government says it will dispatch 1,200 troops to cover for striking ambulance drivers and border staff as public sector unions walk off the job. Ambulance crews are due to strike Wednesday, joining nurses, railway staff, postal workers, and other staging, other staging walkouts in the coming weeks. The U.K.'s most intense strike wave in, the, in decades is over soaring food and energy prices. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you, what we might expect to hear from the final public meeting of the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol attack. And Washington celebrates the first night of Hanukkah with the lighting of the National Menorah. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, still a pretty good ride on 270 in Maryland, north and south between the Beltway and Frederick. Both I-95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, essentially incident and delay-free between the two Beltways. 
Just the one a minor work zone northbound as you approach the south entrance to the Baltimore Beltway. The left exit that takes you toward the inner loop exit 49B blocked again for overnight work. But again, wasn't causing any big issue. Just follow the posted detour. Uh, it takes you up to Caton Avenue. You come back south on 95 to pick up the inner loop. Not a big deal, but just be aware. Allow yourself a few extra minutes. If you're traveling into the district early, no problems to report along I-295 or DC-295. Suitland Parkway and South Capitol Street incident delay-free. No issues New York Avenue from northeast to northwest. Uh, over on the Bay Bridge, they continue to work on the westbound span now. Both lanes are open on the eastbound span, but on the westbound span, you're down to a single right lane getting by. But again, volume is light, so no big delay. And beyond that, 50 looks good through Annapolis and Bowie headed toward the Beltway. Again, on the Beltway getting into Virginia, the work zone remains on the Outer Loop as you head south to the entrance for the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike to a point near the Dulles Toll Road. We are down to a single left lane through the work zone. Rich Hunter, WTF Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist. Amelia Draper. Clear skies as we kick off the work week. Temperatures starting off today in the 20s and warming into the low 40s. We'll have a bit of a breeze. Winds gusting up to 20, even 25 miles an hour at times, putting wind chills in the 20s and 30s. Lighter winds tomorrow and still plenty of sun. Highs in the low to mid 40s. On Wednesday, partly sunny skies. Temperatures in the low to mid 40s. And then rain is in the forecast for Thursday and Friday. And the chance of a wintry mix, including snow and ice, especially north and west of Washington. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. It's 32 degrees outside the WTOP studios, brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up, we'll have the latest on the shooting inside a restaurant in Tacoma Park. 120. Because of the ongoing pandemic, someone at or below the poverty line in our community, like Omar, is now having to do this. You're actually having to break down the dimes, the quarters, the pennies, and say, well, how do I stay fed today? No one should go hungry, especially during the holidays. Provide hope and food with a grocery bag with a gift of just $25 through Central Union Mission. Give now at missiondc.org. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Cynthia and Ed. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, out of the blue, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. And uh, she didn't know whether she should go forward or, or turn or just stay at the stop sign. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. She was very concerned. It was very unsettling for her. It's important for you to talk to someone about it, to bring the family in on it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, I don't want you to worry or be afraid. I'll be there for you, and we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. It's 122. Tacoma Park Police are investigating a shooting that occurred inside a restaurant. It happened around 245 Sunday afternoon. They got a call for shots fired, um, obviously, in the 7600 block of New Hampshire Avenue. Um, they showed up and there were um, there was one person who had been shot and was taken to a local hospital in critical condition. I believe he's still in critical condition. It was an adult male. 
Kathy Plevy, a spokeswoman for Tacoma Park Police, says it was the culmination of a fight between a total of three people. Police have two people under arrest. After a recent theft from sheds and some attempts, area police want you to help prevent them. Even if you don't think there's anything of much value inside, others may think otherwise and try to take your stuff. After several shed burglaries, a warning to prevent thieves from eyeing yours. The first way is to lock your shed. Tacoma Park Police say an unlocked shed can attract thieves who can then use tools in your shed to break into your home. In one of the four recent incidents around Belfort Drive near Belfort Place, a burglar opened an unlocked shed door and stole property. Police also suggest improving lighting and to install motion sensor lights to deter thieves. You might even want to consider installing an alarm if you keep expensive items like bikes, sports gear, and mowers in your shed. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. A new study shows germs are not the only reason you should keep your phone clean. Apparently all the things that get your allergies going also collect on your phone, so every time you hold it up to your face, you may... (laughs) A lot. A study presented at the American College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology's annual scientific meeting found elevated allergen levels such as pet dander, mold, pollen, you name it on phones, so you may want to clean it more frequently, but be careful. Follow proper cleaning recommendations for your phone. In most cases, disinfectant wipes are okay to use. Just never soak your phone in the solution. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Health officials are warning the next few weeks are going to be key in containing the flu. Former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb says antibiotic suppliers were caught off guard with a demand. This is a sophisticated supply chain. All the manufacturers are in the market. They just didn't anticipate this much demand this early in the season. Um, Supply should catch up with demand. Gottlieb was on CBS's Face the Nation. Most of the country is facing a triple-demic, the flu, COVID, and RSV. A look at Money News on the way. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Money News at 25 and 55. Is it better not to provide financial help to friends and family? I'm Mark Hamrake with a Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. Our survey of Americans yielded some telling findings when investigating the mixing up of money, friends, and family. More than 4 in 10 of those who provided financial assistance to a family member or friend experience negative consequences. This includes situations involving cash loans, lending out credit cards, co-signing or paying a group bill with the expectation of being paid back. Among those who provided financial help, the most common harm cited was loss of money. That was mentioned by 38%. Nearly a quarter say it damaged a relationship. Some 14% say the experience hurt their credit score. And get this, 7% got into a physical altercation. Millennials were most likely to have suffered somehow from their generosity. I'm Mark Hamrick. It's 126. Have you been waiting for the perfect time to propose or show them how much their love means to you? The first of a lifetime of holidays surrounded by those you love is just the moment you've been looking for. And at Diamonds Direct, we're here to make that magic happen. Diamonds Direct's got the unbeatable prices you're used to, plus 0% interest financing for three years. 
You can get the most amazing romantic gift and spread your payments over three years with zero interest. That means an $8,000 diamond pendant or tennis bracelet is just over $220 a month. At Diamonds Direct, we have the best gifts. Rings, bands, earrings, all new one-of-a-kind designer jewelry, starting as low as $500. So relax and enjoy the holidays. Get that incredible gift at a price you didn't think was possible and take advantage of three years zero interest financing. Come in today or go online for store hours and directions and check out our all-new holiday gift guide.